0: Dames y caballeros,
2: bienvenidos, Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, your inside look into the world of boxing. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Airways, having defended that title now for better than the three decades. Let's straight up today, we're talking an hour of boxing and an hour of combat sports as far as MMA is concerned. We're talking UFC 185 and hour number two. Lots of stuff to talk about, of course. Sergey Kovalev. The reigning recognized world 175 pound WBO champion, successful Saturday night on HBO championship boxing. Of course, going into the hometown of Gene Pascal up there in Montreal, Canada, and snuffing him out. I mean, didn't take too long, but straight up, you got to realize Kovalov is the best in the world. But guess what? Everybody's beatable. We'll talk about that in hour number two as Anthony Pettis drops the. Wow, the UFC lightweight title and probably one of the biggest upsets, I think, in a long, long time. We were thinking Pettis was like the game, the man, the best pound for pound outside of John Jones, who's got an asterisk next to his name, of course, because of all the steroids. We'll also talk about that in hour number two, the steroid abuse, the steroid epidemic. What's the UFC going to do about all these guys coming up on steroids? The juice. They're cheating. This is not baseball. They're not hitting baseballs or golf balls. They're hitting people. Straight up, not good. Mm -mm, Steroids, UFC, we'll talk about that hour number two. Boxing this hour, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Live all across America and the world, this is Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and American Forces Radio.
3: Discover the culture and charm of the spectacular Emerald Isle on YMT Vacation's Best of Ireland Tour. Offering June through September dates, enjoy guided sightseeing in Ireland's premier cities, including Dublin, Waterford, Cove, Killarney, and Galway. You'll visit Blarney Castle and kiss the Blarney Stone to receive the gift of gab. Drive the Ring of Kerry and Giant's Causeway with Ireland's most famous scenery. You'll see the beautiful Bunratty Castle with its collection of medieval furnishings and marvel at the awe-inspiring scene. 700-foot-high Cliffs of Moher. Plus, you'll tour Northern Ireland and Belfast with an included tour to the Titanic Visitor Experience. Prices start at only $1,399 plus tax, and that includes hotel accommodations and 16 meals. Low-cost airfare available, too. For all the details, call 1-888-457-70. Get a true taste of Ireland on this unforgettable 12-day vacation. Call today, 1-888-457-70. Or visit ymtvacations.com.
1: 800 480 5708. Now, more of
0: Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Fascinating.
2: The night we met, I knew I needed to so. From the bad streets of Harlem. Spanish Harlem. The great Veronica Bennett, Ronnie Spector. Man, crisis. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Those are the Ronettes. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and yes, I am the man, the reigning, the defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio Airways. If you are joining us for the very first time, I welcome you to the Ring Talk family. We've been here a while, 30-plus years now, and if you've been here for 30-plus years, right on. It's always been a uh, wonderful ride. I enjoy getting your emails. You can always drop me an email at ringtalk, R-I-N-G, that's ringtalk at yahoo.com. Lots of things to talk about. Let's talk about last night. HBO Championship Boxing going, of course, live from uh, Montreal, Canada. And, of course, that was the, the house that George St. Pierre, the, the, uh, the, uh, the MMA fighter, the USC welterweight champion, held for so long. I mean, that guy was just selling that place out and doing closed circuit across the street. But now uh, he's retired, and they've got some boxers up there. And Gene Pascal was one of those guys, and Lucien Butte, they could fill that arena. Well, last night the arena was filled for uh, Mr. Pascal, but it, it wasn't pretty. At the end of uh, six rounds, he was done. I'm talking about Sergio Kovalev. That's right. Coming back as being, he kind of, he beats Bernard Hopkins over 12 rounds. And I thought it was a pedestrian effort because beating up on a 50-year-old man, I thought he sort of took it easy on Bernard. I really do. People say, oh, come on, Pedro. How can you say that? Well, I thought Larry Holmes took it easy on on Muhammad Ali. Okay. I mean, and Larry would say that later. I mean, he was holding his punches. I realize it. That, you know, you have the certain amount of respect when you're a fighter. Some guys have it. Um, some champions have it. And they realize when they're taking out other champions, it's probably not best to do it in a disrespectful manner. I bring you the great, the great late Alexis Arguello. When he went over to, um, in 1981, to fight Jim Watt for the WBC lightweight title in, in, in London, he could have knocked Watt out. But what did he do? He carried Watt. So you've got to give him some props. Um, let's talk about Kovalev, though. Looking pretty good. Um, now, what, 26-0, 23 knockouts. Um, there's not a whole lot you can say about him that, that uh, hasn't already been said. He's a killer. He's a crusher. He's a monster. But he was susceptible last night to a few right-hand leads. So I would say that straight up he has a, um, a weakness there. He drops that left jab, got a little lazy. Maybe he got lazy because the guy is not that big of a puncher. I'm talking about Gene Pascal, but straight up, you have to look at it this way. That showed there are some kinks in the arsenal, in the makeup, in the MO of the undefeated, reigning WBO 175-pound champion, Mr. Soji In the co-main event, man, you know, there aren't too many guys in boxing, outside of myself, of course, that are liked by everybody. And Steve Cunningham is one of those guys that's liked by everybody. I think he's a former Marine, um, former Cruiserweight champion. Guy's got class. He's 38 years old. So he goes in last night and, and he takes care of this guy. I'm not going to go with his whole name, but Vi Glaskoff. I thought he beat Gly Glaskoff over 12 rounds. Harold Letterman thought so. It was 7-5 to five in rounds according to Harold 115-113. For Cunningham, who's now 28-7 and with seven, 17 kills. As I said now 38 years old. So when you're 38 and you're fighting some young buck like uh, Vi Glaskoff and he's unbeaten, he's a house guy and, and you know he's the guy that everybody thinks supposed to win, but he doesn't win and you don't win. It's sort of like playing blackjack. I'll say this again to you. If you ever sat down and played blackjack and you know, and guess what? You got beat by a guy that was holding a 10 and a six, a 16. It doesn't make any sense. It it, it boggles the mind. It just does. It's like hitting a bingo and somebody only had B-I-N-G without the O. It's just not right. And I don't know how to explain it to anybody outside of getting cheated at blackjack. In other words, Having a blackjack and having somebody else come in with a 10 and a six, 16 and beating you and you walking away with the pot and you're saying to yourself, what happened? Well, that's what happened to Steve Cunningham last night. That was in the opinion of a lot of people outside of Mr. Letterman. Uh, Glaskov still undefeated now, 16-0. Am I impressed? No. Scores were 116 for Glaskov, 116 for Glaskov, and 115-113. Uh, unanimous nod across the board, you know, the judges were all pretty consistent, and that's sort of a good thing, but they were consistently wrong, I thought, just in my opinion. I'm not criticizing them vastly. I'm saying this is some great robbery or some heist or anything like that. I just think that the judges happened to uh, maybe made a mistake last night. So it's sort of like winning, winning uh, buying a winning lottery ticket and, of course, losing. And, of course, Friday night, man, boxing returned to uh, Ted. Take that back. Made their debut on Spike TV, formerly in the position that – that uh, TNA Wrestling held. Of course, TNA Wrestling went off to some other distant network, uh, America something. Uh, But the bottom line is that was a hot spot Friday night, 9 o'clock Eastern time, 9 o'clock Pacific time. I mean, you could run some good stuff there. And, you know, so there are a lot of people that still stay home. People say, oh, everybody goes out on Friday night. No, not everybody goes out on Friday night. You can draw a good audience on Friday night. I think ESPN could have drawn better numbers than they were doing over the years. The best numbers they were getting was for like, Three four hundred thousand homes max of some of the good fights. That's not a very good rating. Okay, sometimes they got a lot less. But this deal with Andre Berto, of course, Andre Berto taking on Joe Cito Lopez, who's about a weight division smaller than him, and something called the WBA welterweight title, which was uh, wait wait. I thought Floyd Mayweather held. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather holds that title. No, Floyd Mayweather holds the WBA welterweight super title. Okay, and then 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 there's Keith Thurman who fought last week. At, uh, on the M- at MGM Grand on NBC television and he's the WBA welterweight world champion. Well, guess what? Last night they had the interim championship or take it back Friday night. and Berto won that when he stopped Josie De Lopez. Very oversized. It looks like that's going to be the Al Heyman M.O. Al Heyman being now the godfather of boxing, the Harvard-educated uh, man of mystery. There's only like three or four photos of him on the internet. Uh, you can get mistaken and Put other people's pictures up because there's so few pictures of him up there. And he looks like a comedian. I can't think of the comedian's name. And I'm not knocking him for that. But he looks just like a comedian. Once in a while, I almost want to grab this comics picture and put it up there. And I did it the other day accidentally. And guess what? Somebody said to me, Paige, well, that's the comic and that's not Al Heyman. But Al Heyman, Harvard educated, sharp dude. Okay, he's taken over the sport of boxing. He signed over 120 guys to contracts. That's what I'm told. Over 120 guys. He's calling it premier boxing champions. Of course, they did their thing on NBC last week. Good numbers. At one point, it was 4.9, I think, the top's 4.9 million homes. Or 4.9, yeah, 4.9 million homes. That's great. NBC was happy with that. They won in the demographics all the way from 18 to 49 that night. So prime time. So boxing's back. <clears throat> yes, it's on the Peacock Network. Did it look all that great as far as um uh, uh, <laughs> Andre Berto and Mr. Mm, I want to kill him, Adrian Broner. How can I tell you? Broner opened up the fight, opened up the card, of course, on NBC fight and stunk it out. He just stunk out the fight card. That's just the way he fights sometimes. Okay, He's got a lot of talent, a lot of ability, but he doesn't know how to close the show. And unfortunately, if you don't know how to close the show in the world of boxing, you're going to be one of those guys that's "Eh, not all that exciting. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Don't forget the Twitter thing. We tweet at USA, and, of course, live around the world. This is Ring Talk on iHeartRadio. Check us out on the iHeartRadio.com. Go to the website, get the free app, download it, and take Ring Talk Live Worldwide anywhere you go via your smartphone or your tablet. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM satellite, and of course the American Forces Network.
8: I think, um, a realistic rematch is probably, probably Carl Frosch because, you know, he's the guy just, he's very arrogant. He talks a lot and he's convinced him his fans that, you know, he'll do better the second time around. And it's not a fight that I'm chasing, but I mean, if, if, if he feels like he can do better, I, you know, I'll happily oblige him. And I think that's a big fight because believe it or not, I have a really big following in the UK, really big following. And, uh. I have a following, obviously, here in the United States. And I just think that if we come together, because the bad blood is real. We really don't like each other. That's not something that's fake. And I think people have sensed that and feel that. And if we fight again, he said that the only way he feels he can beat me is by knockout. And I'm definitely going in there to stop him because I felt like I could have stopped him if I didn't go into our first fight injured. So it's just, I just think it's a lot of intrigue with that situation. But, yeah, I've been fortunate to beat a lot of top guys at 68. But there's always movement, like I said, at 60. You know, 75 and even 68. And, you know, a guy is one fight away from being that guy. So I don't worry about not having anybody to fight.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
5: Better grab me quick before my knees give way.
2: <laughs> Mr. Andre Ward. World Super Middleweight Champion. 2004 Olympic Gold Medalist. Inactive for quite a long time. I think. I think Box Rec has dropped him from the 168-pound rating, uh, the computerized rating system, of course, BoxRec.com, one of the best websites as far as the numbers are concerned in the world of boxing. But, of course, he signed with Jay-Z and Rock Nation. There's some criticism of that because, you know, he, he's been on the shelf a while. He's been off like almost a year and a half, and a lot of that had to, to do with the fact that he was uh, having contractual and promotional issues with his promoter. I'm talking about the late Dan Goosen, of course, That. That's been passed, and he's now signed with Jay Z. But Jay Z's got uh, Andre and just a couple of other fighters. I just don't know how he's going to be able to put together a stable of fighters real quick and be able to compete against the other guys. I don't know how he's going to do it, but he's got a guy that can do it. That's what's, you know, that's what's probably the best thing Jay Z's got going for him. He's got this guy, David Iskowitz, Uh a young man now. He's like, I think he's about 40, but he's married. And uh, he, I remember when he was a kid, just a teenager working for Luda Bella. As uh, Ludabella's sidekick there at HBO, and DeBella wa- was the vice president of sports back in the day, like 1998, 1996. He was he was there with Lou, and he learned boxing through Lou. And of course, he went to to uh, Bella Promotions, uh, DeBella Entertainment, and spent some time with them. And then, of course, went to Golden Boy, and now he's with a uh, Jay Z, and he signed a big contract. He's back in New York City, so we're hoping to get Dave on the show in the near future, and. You know, Dave's got Dave's got a lot going on. Dave's a brilliant, brilliant guy. And if anybody could put together a successful boxing program for Jay-Z, it would be Beyonce. No, no, it would be David Isquiz. Let's talk about the other guy. The Godfather, the most powerful guy in boxing right now, A. Heyman, the Sengali. Call him whatever you want. The bottom line is the guy's doing things and of course he had that fight last week on NBC television. Yes, boxing is back on the network, and I'll talk about the next network show in a couple of minutes, but some of the fighters he's got under contract, Adonis Stevenson, Saki Obiga, rough dude. Um, uh, of course I think that, uh, he's a second rate fighter. He's not the upper echelon right now. Bika's seen better days, but Danny Garcia, the world 140 pound champion is going to fight Lamont Peterson. We'll talk about that, but on Anthony Durrell, uh, you know, and he's got Chris Areola, Areola won on Friday night. <clears throat> of course, Andre Alberto a winner. Uh, Broner was a winner. Uh, People like Danny Swift Garcia, the undefeated world champion out of uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Is it a smart thing for him to sign with Al Heyman? I guess for money it is, but as far as legacy is concerned, he's going to have a non-title fight with Lamont Peterson. Lamont Peterson holds a version of the junior welterweight title. I think he holds the IBF belt. In fact, I'm pretty positive he does. And Garcia has all the other belts. Why not just fight these guys at 140 pounds? No, They're going to fight at 143 instead. Another guy on the uh, Al Heyman roster, of course, was a unsuccessful last week. I'm talking about Robert the Ghost Guerrero coming up unsuccessful against Keith Thurman. Now, you know, he's 31 years old, and I think he's he's actually seen his better days. He really has. The hunger is not there anymore as far as Robert's concerned. And I'll tell you what. You know, his family went through some, some, some hellacious times. His wife had leukemia. It didn't look like she was going to make it. She's in remission. She had a bone marrow transplant. I mean, it was he had to quit boxing to take care of his family. I mean, he just showed a lot of class and he showed really true leadership as far as a father's concerned in leading his family through that that incredible ordeal. Okay, so he comes back. He makes a few million bucks fighting Floyd Mayweather a couple years ago. Doesn't get hurt in the Mayweather fight. Comes back has one fight in between, and then of course takes on a man that you know a lot of people thought wasn't. uh, the uh the real deal. And I'm talking about Keith Thurman, but guess what? Keith Thurman is the real deal. Keith Thurman can fight. Unbeaten now. Uh what, 25 and 0, 24 and oh? I mean, you got to give him a lot, a lot of props. You really do. He's the future of the welterweight division. I don't know, but he's another guy that's on Al Heyman's list. Abner Maris, another guy in Al Heyman's list. Sean Porter was a winner uh Friday night, another guy in Al Heyman's list. Peter Kidd uh chocolate, quillen, He's on the list. Of course, Adonis Stevenson's on the list. All these guys are on uh, Al Heyman's roster, per se, and some of these guys are the biggest names in boxing as we know it. So boxing's going to come back on uh, CBS television, and that's going to be Adonis Adonis Stevenson versus uh, Serki Osaki Obika. That'll be from Quebec, Canada. That's going to be live on CBS April the 4th, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 12 o'clock Pacific time. I guess they're going to go live on the West Coast as well. That's sort of cool. And you've got the countdown. You look at the website for premierboxingchampions.com and their schedule, and they've got the countdown to the next fight card and all that kind of good stuff. And I really think that's sort of cool. And, you know, on CBS getting back into boxing, I mean, I took Al Heyman. Why couldn't any of these other guys or, or individuals? Kathy Duva had relationships with NBC for many, many years. Why couldn't they put together a package? Why is it Al Heyman all by himself being able to get on Spike TV? being able to get on NBC television, the major network, the Peacock, and now coming back on CBS television in April. I mean, how does he do it? I'd love to have the guy on the show, but unfortunately, he doesn't do interviews. In fact, I don't even think he shows up for fights. Nobody's, I, they never showed a picture of him at the fight. Like, there's Al Heyman. I've never seen that. You know, they've got like like uh, Sean Diddy and, and 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 Scott Cuddy and all these guys in the crowd, and they're pointing out these different celebrities in this net. But they never point out the guy that's in charge. I'm talking about Mr. Al Heyman, Mr. Mystery Man himself, okay? And that is mysterious. It really is because do I want to know a little bit more about Al Heyman? Nah, I don't really know. But some of the fans do. Some of the fans say, who is this guy? And, of course, people in the business know these Harvard educated, that he had that run uh, producing musical acts like a new edition of Bobby Brown and those people and made them a lot of money. And what he did was he sort of broke in. Antitrust uh, uh, sort of broke open a Department of Justice antitrust investigation back there. Not that he was being investigated, but the the venues in which he was trying to book these uh, different acts at throughout different parts of the country were controlled essentially by the mafia. and by te- you know if you want to come to Boston, you got to work with uh, Scott Cuddy's brother. If you want to come to LA, you got to work with Don Chargin. and that kind of stuff. Well, I'm just I'm just using those names out there. Don't get him mad, John. Don. Anyway, but that's the way it went down. And of course, Al Heyman got involved with that. I think Cedric Christian was one of the guys. Remember Cedric Christian, the boxing promoter that died about a month and a half ago um in New York City, heart failure. He well, you know, he was he was a music promoter, promoting Fleetwood Mac and all these big acts and things like that, and then he was involved in in rigging those arenas. And that's what sort of brought down the the uh, acts as far as his head was concerned in the world of music. Rico, the Rico Act violations forced him out of music. And he went into the world of boxing, and, of course, Cedric did his thing. But now Cedric is uh, with the Angels, per se. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide this hour. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Don't forget the Twitter thing. Yeah, we tweet. Sports by Sports Byline USA. And, of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide is featured at sportsbyline.com. And my website is ringtalk.com. That's why you can look at all the articles. I'm talking about previews, reviews, interviews, features. We've got it all going on at ringtalk.com. MMA and boxing, both. R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. So wait, Al Heyman's not back, not done. He comes back on NBC on Saturday the 11th, uh, April the 11th. And, you know, I mean, where's he getting these dates? Somebody said to me, well, he's buying the airtime. Well, if he's able to buy the airtime, he must be making some money through sponsorship. He can't be doing this like just throwing money away. And that's night, of course, they'll be featuring Lamont Peterson, who I think is a bit of a cheat. Of course, he had his uh, testosterone level a little bit higher than normal a couple of years ago, and somehow that got, like, waved away. And then he got that unanimous decision, take that back to the decision over uh, Amir Khan in Washington, D.C., which was stunk like a day-old cod. But now... He's going to challenge the reigning world 140-pound champion at 143 pounds. I don't get that, but that's the way they're going to do it. And Of course, on the same card, man, upstart. As far as 160-pounders are concerned, people didn't think that, you know, Andy Lee was going to be able to make it. I mean, he sort of faltered along the way. I mean, he still looked like a robot, and somehow the kid that Emmanuel Stewart thought was going to be a superstar just didn't seem to be moving in that direction. Well, guess what? He moved well in that direction. I mean, he's knocked out his last couple of opponents. He's looked real good. Um, He's only lost one real fight in his life. And, of course, that was against a 195-pound Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. But he's taken on kid chocolate Peter Quillen. Peter Quillen, of course, gave up the title, the WBO title, because he didn't want to fight somebody. Al Hamas, he'd give it up. Now he's going to fight Andy Lee. And Andy Lee is a formidable foe for everybody right now. He's a left-hander, and he bangs with this right hook. And when you bang with the opposite side, I know I've been, I not only bang with the opposite side, because I fight both ways, orthodox and and left-handed, but I've been banged from the left side. In other words, right hook's coming at you. You just don't see them coming because you're not training for them. And, you know, you've trained the most of your career in the gym, spending all these years, even if you've had a southpaw to train with. You train with a southpaw probably less than you have an orthodox fighter. So when you fight a southpaw, much like Floyd Mayweather is going to fight Manny Pacquiao on May the 2nd, it presents different problems. Now, will Manny Pacquiao be able to beat Floyd Mayweather in May the 2nd? We're going to talk about that in the next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The super fight is set in the world of many fight fans. Of course, May the 2nd, Pac-Man, Manny Pacquiao, the world champion from 112 pounds all the way to 154. And, of course, his arch nemesis, the undefeated Floyd Mayweather, now 40-what, 48 No. Going to go look to 49-0, wants to, no, take that back, 47 wants to do the 49-0 thing and retire? No. He'll fight on. He's 38 years old. He's not going to give it up, I think, until he loses. He's that you know what? Money. That's what his middle name is, money. You're tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide. This is iHeartRadio. This is Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Sports Byline, and, of course, the American Forces Network.
10: The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. 855-254-7483. Or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased.
8: When it's lights, camera, action, it's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained.
0: I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. I'm just normal, I Spend time with my children. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez.
5: I don't want to to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I I can give a good fight, you know, to to make people happy, and uh, I I just do my
2: best. Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, the fight of the century. It is. I mean, seems sad. some people are rolling their eyebrows at that one. But the bottom, you know, when you're making $200 million between two fighters, a guaranteed $120 million for Floyd Mayweather, $80 million guaranteed for Manny Pacquiao, I think that is a, a pretty significant event. Of course, it doesn't eclipse fights as far as historical significance is concerned. I mean, like Ali Frazier, when two undefeated world heavyweight champions went at each other, Joe Frazier winning a 15-round decision March 8, 1971, 44 years ago. Of- 44 years ago last week. Um, I mean, it doesn't rank up there with, with uh, Leonard and Duran, the first one, June 20th, 1980, maybe, or, or Leonard Hearns, or anything like that. Or It just doesn't, I just don't see the, the significance because, you know, we're looking at two guys now that are not in their 20s. They're not even in their early 30s. They're in their later 30s. They're closer to 40 than they are 35, at least Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is now 38 years old. Okay, Manny Pacquiao is going to be 37. I mean, combine those ages right now, and it's like they're like 74 years old. I mean, what does that tell you? I mean, yes, athletics and, and guys have preserved themselves well, and Mayweather's in good condition. He's maybe taken maybe, I don't know, I would figure maybe 100 punches in his entire career since 1996, turning pro after winning that Olympic bronze medal, and of course, getting jobs out of the gold. But, you know, he hasn't lost a fight since then. Came close to losing a fight, maybe against Jose, Jose Luis Castillo the first time around. Then came back and dominated him in a rematch. So basically, his record is is clean. It's as clean as, as it's as clean as you're going to get. He's undefeated, forty seven zero. You can't doubt that. But Manny Pacquiao is a fighter in a lot of people's minds, including Mike Tyson. That's right, Iron Mike Tyson, the former world heavyweight champion, came back and said that. Uh, You know, he thinks Manny Pacquiao's going to win. He explained it. He put it up on the web. It's on different websites. So, you know, that's going on. And then, of course, the fight when it was announced this week, and they had the big press conference down there in L.A., I think it was Wednesday, they didn't invite any members of the uh, public. That's right. I mean, here is a chance to bring, like, thousands and thousands of people into an arena, okay? You could have packed this place. You could have probably put maybe... Maybe 5,000 people in there because Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather, not exactly Oscar De La Hoya down there in L.A., but I think they could do well as far as bringing in some numbers, okay? But they didn't do it. They went into Nokia uh, Theater instead. It was available only to the press. The press conference is up right now as far as the entire video of it at ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com, and you can check out the entire press conference because guess what? The public wasn't allowed to come in. I don't get that. I mean, you want the public to be part of this event. And now there won't be any other conferences, press conferences, meetings, nothing like that until the week of the fight. Is that good or is that bad? Well, it's good, I guess, because both guys get to concentrate on training. But still, you know, HBO is going to be following them around and Showtime is going to be following them around because it's a joint production. HBO and Showtime are both going to do this fight on pay-per-view, a combined effort. And, of course, I guess the winner be it uh, the Showtime fighter Mayweather or the HBO fighter Manny Pacquiao, whoever wins the fight, I guess they'll go back to the, what they did with the Mike Tyson-Lennox Lewis fight of a few years back when uh, Showtime had Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis with HBO. So Lennox won, and of course the fight, the replay was shown on HBO. And this will be a mega replay. There's no doubt about it. They're talking like four or five million homes pay-per-view. And I really don't get it. I mean, I'm happy. I think it's good that, that a boxing match like this is like, uh, capturing the uh, intention of the entire world, and I think Box is making a tremendous comeback with Al Heyman and and Jay-Z, I think, with Itzquitz is going to do some things. I really do. I think the key to Jay-Z, I'll go back to it, the key to Jay-Z making it, Jay-Z's done all kinds of stuff, represents all kinds of different athletes, of course, and, he, and he's been successful in what he does. I mean, everything the man touches, got that Midas touch, everything he touches, touches the gold, turns to gold, okay? But Itzquitz is the key to that. If Dave can get things going and he lets Dave run and the manner which I think Dave can run, I think that will be a successful company. But right now, it's Al Heyman. Al Heyman is running the show. And you got to give Big Al props. As I told you, he's bringing all these fighters, he's got everybody under contract. And, you know, when he started this, I wondered what he was doing and where he was headed. And there was always rumors that he was going to get on network television. Rumors. A couple of years ago, yeah, Al's going to make it to network TV. Yeah, right. Al's. Al has made his network, not just one network, two networks. Okay, I can't wait till he conquers ABC, brings it back to Wide World of Sports. But back to the uh, the schedule: Saturday the 11th, live on NBC. I mean, this Andy Lee and uh, Kid Chocolate Quillen. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great fight. These guys will fight 160 pounds. Um, Quillen's a good fighter. He's never lost a fight. He comes into the fight standing with. I uh, kind to of put this three inch height disadvantage. Of course, Andy Lee's six foot two and a little bit lanky at thirty-four and two. And as I said, he's only lost one fight really because he eventually the other loss, but he's thirty-four and two. And of course, Quillen unbeaten, thirty-one and zero. Very good fighters at 160, two of the best fighting at middleweight. But who is the best middleweight right now? Al Heyman doesn't have him. I'm talking about Janadi Golovkin. Of course he's with Tom Loeffler. And will Al Heyman be in a position eventually to freeze some of these guys out? I mean, if he's got the network dates, and he's got this, and he's got that, he's going to control boxing, right? Not really. See, Al can't go back to HBO. That bridge has been burned. It's been imploded. He's not going back to HBO. And I don't know what kind of relationship he has with Stephen Espinosa and the guy that runs Showtime Championship Boxing as well. I don't know. They had a good relationship at one point in time, but now that Al's taking his act on the road to Spike TV and to NBC and to CBS, I mean, how's Showtime feeling? Probably not all that happy, okay? But you look at the giant picture, the giant picture, and it looks good. Boxing's back in 2015, and it's been, I guess it would have to be the late 1980s, maybe the early 1990s when we had boxing both on NBC and CBS television. Of course, Mort Sharnick was the guy that ran CBS boxing back in the day with Gil Clancy, the late trainer, the Hall of Fame trainer. Um I mean, they did a good job there. CBS had some great fights. Of course, the Ray Boom Boom Mancini run was on. A lot of that was on CBS. Some of it was on NBC. And NBC had the Peacock. The Peacock Network had Ferdy Pacheco and Marv Alba. Marv Albert is back calling the fights with NBC right now. A little bit older. Still a good uh, announcer, no question about that. But that six-man announcing team, uh, I think that was a little bit overdoing it. Because, you know, we, I do a radio show Saturday nights It's called Sports Overnight America, the weekend edition. And we have three personalities involved with that show. And the egos, I'll just tell you like this, the egos make for uh, an interesting, interesting evening. No question about that. I'm telling you because you can't fit three egos into two hours, but you can. Okay. But it's not easy with Al Heyman. He is the man controlling everything. We can let his ego allow him to work with guys like Jay-Z. Jay-Z offered Adrian Broner millions of dollars to sign with him. Broner said, no, Broner stayed with Mr. Al Heyman, Al Heyman, by the way, guaranteed, and gave million-dollar prices to each fighter. Each of the three of the four main event fighters last week, as far as uh, uh, NBC was concerned, Robert Guerrero, Keith Thurman, they both made over a million bucks, as did Adrian Burtill. And that's where it's at in boxing, folks. It's not championship belts. It's not titles. It's really not legacy. I mean, for us fans, we like it all to be legacy. You'd like the best to be fighting the best all the time. But guess what? That's not the way they do it. They make money. This is all about making money. Professional boxing is about making money. And right now, Al Heyman has got these guys making money. Now, how's he going to keep an entire roster going? I don't know. But I can tell you this he, uh, he lives up to his word. Somebody I know was, is fighting for him and lost a couple of big fights in which Al uh, basically said to him, Please take these fights, take these fights. The guy didn't want to take the fights. He took both of them. He lost decisions both times. One of them was very controversial. So what does Al do? Al brings it back on ESPN boxing and brings it back with a hundred and fifty thousand dollar payday. hundred and fifty thousand dollar payday for fighting on NBC, folks. That's like that's I mean on NBC on ESPN. Usually you get like ten grand to fight on ESPN, ten thousand bucks. This guy getting hundred and fifty thousand dollars straight up. A fantastic, fantastic pay pay uh, pay deal as far as the fighter is concerned with Premier Boxing. This is Ring Talk live worldwide this hour. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, of course. Cuddy, Cuddy wants me to stretch this out. I don't want to. Let's go to a break, please. 1-800-878-7529. is 1-800-878-7529. This is Sports Byline live all across America. Of course, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network.
5: Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Do you know which investment has
6: tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs and we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more, a
5: $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800 631 9229 800-631-9229. 800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now. 800-631-9229. Now more of
0: Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
5: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you.
2: No, not me. Sad. Happy birthday, Francisco Valcarcel, Paco, the president of the World Boxing Organization, of course, the esteemed attorney of San Juan, Puerto Rico, getting on a plane in New York City as I speak, or we'd have him on the air. But the bottom line is, he's celebrating birthday number 39, as is we all are, just like the great late Jack Benny. Straight up, happy birthday, the man that helped bring you the show week in and week out, the great Francisco Paco Valcarcel. I talked earlier about Gennady Golovkin. Of course, he world champion, one hundred sixty pounds. There's noise about maybe Andre Ward moving up to a uh, one hundred seventy three pounds, maybe taking on Kovlov Then there's talk about Andre Ward maybe going going to one sixty five and beating Gennady Golovkin or Golovkin being able to move on the weight and fight uh, but Andre Ward at one sixty. I just don't know. A lot of a lot of tr- intrigue there, and of course, Golovkin is really. The, the ace at 160 because he's able to draw both domestically here in the United States and internationally. His ratings are through the roof. Right now, he's one of the hottest fighters in the world. What is that, 31-0, and 32-0, like 28 knockouts? I mean, the real deal. He destroyed Martin Murray. Martin Murray came to fight. Martin Murray had a big heart. Martin Murray only had lost one fight previously to the uh, former linear champion, Sergio Martinez, that was a victim of some home cooking down there in Argentina. But I'm telling you, he is the real deal. Best fighter pound for pound in the world right now could have been Andre Ward. Had Andre Ward stayed busy? Remember I told you this a couple years ago? He was better than Floyd Mayweather at that point in time. And he was because of his age, the age factor. I mean, he was younger. He had better reflexes. I thought he was going to do some spectacular things. But that year and a half off, I just don't know if that's going to work. He's going to fight sometime in June. That'll be like 19 months or almost 20 months that he's been out of the ring. I just don't know at the age of 31 if that's good for a fighter, period, especially a fighter that relies so much on reflexes and speed. I mean, he's Mr. Reflex and Mr. Speed. He knows what's going on. If he can't get them going or if he loses just a split second, like I think Reggie Bush, who just signed with the 49ers, the former uh, running back, the Heisman Trophy winner, had his title taken away. You know, when you lose a step, lose just a half a step, you can't hit the line on time like David Tua. The slow and Samoan. At one time, the throwing Samoan. But when he got fat and slow, he couldn't cut the distance. That's what this fight with Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao is going to break down to. Who can cut the distance? Can Mayweather cut that distance down and just chop him up from a range, from range? Boom, boom, boom. I mean, is that the way this fight's going to go down? Or will Manny Pacquiao be able to slip and get inside? Because that's the key to the fight for Manny Pacquiao. He's got to get inside. He's got to work his game on the inside because if he doesn't, It'll be a long, long night at the end of Floyd Mayweather's jab, there's just no doubt about it. But May the second, tickets are going for like four or five grand. Four or five thousand bucks. Holy cow. How can you pay that kind of much money to go watch a prize fight? To say you were there? Yeah, well, P. Diddy will be there and all the celebs will be there and all that's 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 great. It's 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 a night for Hollywood, okay? But it's a not a night for your normal boxing fan. In the old days, you could go to Caesars Palace. Buy a ticket for 50 bucks. Watch a Muhammad Ali fight, okay? Can't do that anymore. Watch a Mike Tyson fight for 50 or 75 or 100 bucks. Can't do that anymore. Just not happening. Fights have sort of like outpriced themselves. As far as TV is concerned, that's why you have the internet. <laughs> you can't afford the internet problems. Uh, you can't afford the big cable problems. You can always go to the internet. Speaking of the internet, my website, ringtalk.com, 24-7 on the web. We've got live shows there, delayed shows. We've got the iHeartRadio link. We've got articles on MMA, articles on boxing. We've got the wall of fame, the wall of shame, the schedule. I mean, you name it. It's all there. RingTalk.com. That's R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, RingTalk.com. Now, some of the things we'll be talking about in the MMA hour coming on many of these same sports byline and iHeartRadio affiliates is the world of steroids, performance-enhancing drugs, Renzo Gracie, that's right. When you think about the world of uh when you think about the name Gracie, either you're talking nineteen fifties sitcom television and Gracie Allen and George Burns, okay, or you're talking the Gracie family that brought us M M A. Of course, Helio Gracie starting that back in about nineteen thirty. Okay, he's gone. He passed away a couple of years ago. But you know, he's gotta look at his he's gotta be rolling over in his grave right now with all these guys coming up with all these different steroid pops. John Jones, I mean I can go on and on. He didn't pop for steroids. He popped for a low testosterone level. They can't get you for having a low level, even if the levels like that equals that of an 85-year-old man. Okay? But they can't get you for high levels. But his levels were low, like .29 to 1. Supposed to be 5.0 to 1, 4.0 to 1. But this is the biggest star in MMA as far as the UFC is concerned. And, of course, there's Anderson Silva, another megastar in UFC, testing positive for anabolic steroids. I mean, and Hector Lombard comes to weigh-in and is looking like a freak. I mean, what does Dana White think when he looks at these guys and he sees these incredible bodies, that they're, they're carved up like that at 37 naturally? Come on. He's got to be winking as well. You are tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, the Boxing Hour, forthcoming the MMA Hour. This is Rink Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And now, hello to all the trips on the American Forces Network.